Welcome to Empowered. I'm Ben. I'm Josh. And I'm Zane, and today we're talking about superior zombie physiology. Oh, the new version's out. Yeah, the updated Mark III superior mm-hmm. zombie. Yeah, so you can... It's got that nice fender. You can be an empowered zombie. It's a zombie of superior power. Zane, here's a quick, here's a quick fun question. Yep. Uh, do you think that it would beat a regular zombie? Well, I don't see how it could lose. <laughs> By definition, it's superior. It's superior. Well, it's not so yeah. much that, like... It's not that it can't... Are these, like, the super zombie... Like, are we assuming a zombie... Okay, okay. Are we assuming that there is one type of zombie in this world where this power exists, and this is, like, a buffed-up version of a regular zombie? Or are we assuming that we are in... We're we're assuming like a, a a continuum of zombie types throughout a bunch of movies. You know, Twenty Eight Days Later has the fast running zombies. We've got like real slow shamble zombies from uh, Shaun of the Dead. We we got like Evil Dead zombies that are a little hardier, and so like there's a bunch of different kinds. And the superior ones are just from a particular movie where they're real good. Like which one of these is it? Are they buffed regular zombies, or are they regular buff zombies? So they can be divided into two categories. They can be rational or irrational. So either a rational zombie is just a person who evolved to become zombie-like. No. (laughs) Whereas an irrational zombie is a zombie that gained extra power via magic. Yeah, I think the second one is the one makes more sense to me. Because once you have a rational zombie, you are no longer... I don't think that's a zombie anymore. Yeah, you're just a fleshy robot. You're just mm-hmm. a dead dude. Well, that can move around. I think you'll notice Some that's an important distinction. Dumb dead dude. <laughs> Which would make it 3D, so. A dumb dead dude, yeah. That's the advantage of uh, being an empowered zombie is that now, yeah, now you're in 3D. Ooh. If it were the 50s, we'd be impressed. <laughs> Wait a second. This actually kind of makes sense. That means that, like, if since, since empowered zombies are dumb dead dudes and they're in 3D, that means they can move in the third dimension, meaning they can climb upstairs. Now the uh, and ladders and stuff. The wiki specifies that depending on how superior these zombies are, they might be able to dwarf the power of a zombie lord. So now I have to click on zombie lord physiology. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, there's We're this getting whole, into zombie lord. This whole hierarchy continuum, like a pyramid rules. scheme, that I can't quite figure out. <laughs> I'm just amazed that they have hierarchy at all. Like I, you know, if you're dealing with mindless hordes of the undead, then like. I assume that it doesn't have, like, a central command system or sort of, like, a chain of command or anything. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's antithetical to the zombie menace? Ben, in the menace. land of the rotting men, the man who is not as rotten is king. I come from the land of the rotting men. <laughs> With, uh... I come from the land of a thousand dances. <laughs> oh, ooh la la, Josh. <laughs> uh, so, superior zombies. Um, do you... Like you, 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 the power of a zombie can comes from the fact that there's more than one. The, yeah, can we nail down what makes it superior specifically? Is it just enhanced speed and strength and stuff? Uh, or yeah. do they live near Lake Superior? <laughs> I feel like that's a legitimate <laughs> oh, question. Oh, there. Okay, got it now. Uh, that's a rough city, man. <laughs> it's a lake. It, they're right. stronger, hardier, <laughs> the roughest cities, uh, more difficult to dispatch, and they might have powers again. If they're not the rational, smart ones, then, like, maybe they don't have to deal with, like, oh, we found the cure. Like, these ones can't be cured. Or, like, you got to take off their head. It's like, oh, they've maybe they've got, like, a second backup head. 
It, right in the butt. <laughs> that's that's where you would keep it. I, I I'm not sure how much the distinction actually matters because you know this might just be my own self criticism gland going off, but I don't know how capable I'd be of taking down a zombie. Let alone a superior one. Right, because the thing about zombies that kind of gets overshadowed a lot is that they don't have the drawback that humans do of, you know, that that the the need not to rip your own muscles apart while attacking someone. And, like, mm-hmm. I can't bite them, but they can bite me. That's a huge advantage that I wouldn't be able to take, you know, I wouldn't be able to take advantage of that. I wouldn't be able to, like, fight him on a... Like, I'm already at a disadvantage... And I don't think that I'm that physically capable of tangling with just some random dude on the street in the first place. So, like, I don't know. Do you guys think that you could take a regular zombie? Not without, like, a gun or a knife. Or a head start. Yeah. Or, like, a trap. Or a car. Yeah, like a, like head a start, car. Head start the educational uh, assistance program. I feel like I could take on even a superior zombie with a car. <laughs> and yeah. no point did it say impervious to car. So. Why don't they rank cars like that? <laughs> Superior like, car, they, they, car lord. No, no, no. Yeah. Like <laughs> they're rated for zombie at- cars that are rated for zombie attacks. Exactly. Like crash tested against zombie. Like it, it should be in the parentheses of every crash test. Can I? Can I pitch a, a new Pixar movie based on the Cars series where it's Night of the Living Cars and they're <laughs> zombie yeah. cars? Oh well, there's God. a dark theory I heard about cars that it's like post-apocalyptic. I'm sure I'm not saying anything no one else already knows that Cars universe takes place on modern Earth in a post-apocalyptic world where cars have taken over. Interesting. I think, so so I this think is after that, everyone has zombified and the cars had to yeah. take them down. I uh, I adhere to the opinion that uh, the Cars universe exists when humanity has all died off and the Transformers have landed specifically in like a, a Japanese like shop. They like they like went to like a Hello Kitty slash like Honda dealership, and just like oh this, and then that's what populated the rest of the world. The Hello Kitty Honda dealership. (laughs) Yeah, that's like their main export. It's the superior Hello Kitty. They always come together. Yeah, take that, Karopi the Frog. Who's Karopi the Frog? He's He's one one of the other. He's one of the other forgettable Sunbow. Is it Sunbow? I think it's Sanrio. Sanrio characters. Really? Yes. There's Karopi the Frog. Um, I'm looking Karopi the Frog up. So you something know, the Crow, and just like thing. the zombies have this hierarchy, the the Sanrio characters also have this hierarchy. Is there nowhere we can escape? Wait it's, a minute. What's the hierarchy of the three people in this podcast right now? <laughs> and oh, that's all our time for today. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> so so close. Oh God. Yeah, I don't like this frog. <laughs> I, I haven't I seen him see, in years. Now I'm going to look him up. I haven't Do you know seen why him Hello in Kitty works so much better last than this? Time. <laughs> Karopi Zane, the frog. Let's see. Let's see here. Let's see my reaction. Zane, Sorry. you and I went over like how to make characters cute, and it. You need two things. You need to round them up, and you need to take away their mouth. Yeah. And that's why this is inferior to Hello Kitty. Interesting. So Too is much he mouth? superior to Dilbert in cuteness level? Uh, Dilbert is actually pretty cute, actually. He's, like, nice and doughy. (laughs) Like, the very definition of a potato body. 